Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. My name is Richard Davis, and this AEPA Books podcast is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today, I'm going to recommend books set in London. I feel I have some inside knowledge on this matter. I wasn't born in London, but I did live and work there for a number of years. It's one of the world's great cities, dirty, loud, grumpy, historic, constantly changing, a real melting pot, and it's been that way since the Romans were in town. Just walking down the street is usually interesting. Foyles was my favourite bookshop. I always carried two books while working in London, the one I was reading and the A to Z, because smartphones hadn't been invented yet, and I was constantly trying to not get lost. London's one of the great places to read a book. I've forgotten how many times I missed my stop on the tube because of a good book, or the times I sat in Green Park reading at lunchtime. London gave us publishers like Penguin and Galance and Faber and Faber, and also the reading room at the British Library, and the next great novel set in this city is just around the corner. The two obvious authors to start with are Charles Dickens and Arthur Conan Doyle. But they are too obvious. You know this stuff already. Oliver Twist, The Artful Dodger, 221B Baker Street, you know it. Also, to be difficult, I'm going to start with non-fiction. Fever Pitch by Nick Hornby. Yes, a book about soccer, or football as we prefer to call it since we invented the game. Hornby loves Arsenal Football Club more than anything else in the world. Arsenal are a North London team. They're called the Gunners or the Gooners and many other things besides if you don't like them. He's not the only person like this in the UK, but Hornby's one of the few people with the ability to describe an obsession through wonderful writing. The book isn't all about the game of football because it also mixes in his life and relationships. Sports books, on the whole, are rubbish. They're dominated by autobiographies, where someone famous recounts how they did this and how they did that, and it's all very dull and you already know it, and it rarely offers a true insight for the reader. I'm a big sports fan, and reading Fever Pitch while living in London was a revelation. After reading Fever Pitch, I read High Fidelity by Hornby. This is a novel set in a record shop in North London. It's about top ten lists and relationships. I remember sitting on the tube going past Holloway, where Hornby had set his record store, and reading his book at that exact moment. I remember looking up from the page and seeing Holloway flash by. I loved that, being able to read about places that surround me. I'd also throw into the mix About a Boy by Nick Hornby another London-based novel, which is all about selfishness, and that's something we can all relate to. Around this time, in the late 1990s, I was also reading a lot of Ian McEwan while rushing around London. McEwan's London-based books include Saturday, which is set in the residential area of central London. The novel takes a look at the modern world through the eyes of a neurosurgeon. I was also reading lots of books by Ian Banks at this time, and he's famous for writing fiction set in Scotland, but Dead Air is set in London, and describes the life of a radio DJ on a London station around the time of the September 11th attacks in New York.
Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman is a fantasy book that takes place below London. A Gaiman book is rarely going to let you down. Talking of subterranean life, The Great Stink by Claire Clark is a Victorian suspense set in the sewers of this city and also worth reading. White Teeth by Zadie Smith, published in 2000, is a good take on multicultural modern London and especially good if you like books that are spread across several generations of characters. White Teeth is also set in North London. Small Island by Andrea Levy is another good novel describing the immigrant experience in London. Written ten years earlier than White Teeth, The Buddha of Suburbia by Hanif Qureshi is another take on the immigrant experience. Lots of teenage adventures, social turmoil and humour around cultural manners. A book with a much nastier theme is The Football Factory by John King, which looks at football hooliganism through fiction. It's graphic and disturbing and goes beyond following a football team, which I seem to remember as being Chelsea, and it explores being marginalised. Absolute Beginners by Colin McGuinness, you might remember the film, is set in London in 1958 and looks at youth culture, music, gangs, fashion, teenagers and so on. Other writers who concentrated on London include Virginia Woolf, John le Carre, Will Self, Muriel Spark, Iris Murdoch, Graham Greene and Patrick Hamilton. You might want to consider Brick Lane by Monica Alley, Notes on a Scandal by Zoe Heller and Her Fearful Symmetry by Audrey Niffenegger which is set around Highgate Cemetery. A lot of people like London Fields by Martin Amis. I didn't. It's one of the few books I had to abandon before getting to the end. It's hard to like a book when you dislike every single character. There is of course one book about London that should be on the shelf of all bibliophiles because it's about loving books and making friends. 84 Charing Cross Road and it's written by an American. Written in 1970 this book has been adapted for stage, TV and film. It describes the 20-year correspondence between Helen Hanf and Frank Duell from Marks & Co, the antiquarian bookshop located on Charing Cross Road, which is the hub for London's second-hand bookshops. Hanf needed books she could not find in New York City, but the correspondence develops into a friendship and they discuss everything from John Donne to the Brooklyn Dodgers. The truly sad thing is that Hanf never got to see the shop in all its glory. She finally made it to London in 1971, but the shop had closed. She looked at an empty building and recorded her journey in a book called The Duchess of Bloomsbury Street, which came out in 1973. So that's all we have time for this week. Thanks for listening. My name is Richard Davis from Abe Books. If you like the show, please tell your friends or like it, or share it, or tweet it, or leave a comment. And we'll see you next time.